this is your boy, Lita Johnson, and we're going to talk Villanova because that's what I do. Now, I can start a lot of ways, but right now we're going to start at the top because I got the Villanova football evaluation coming out. It's hot. Everybody know the team is hot. You know, they've been fighting hard the last two years, and now it's time for the guns to come out. Quite is Ismail, NFL legacy recruit, is the quarterback. No question to me, no question what I've been hearing, what I've been seeing. The guy will be the starting quarterback. 6'7", can throw the ball mobile, got a rocket arm. This is what we've been waiting for in Villanova. Um, see if, excuse me if I get this wrong. Jack Skeletic, Skeletic, quarterback, been doing this since last year. Every time somebody get hurt, he come in, put the heart into it, and plays his best, but it's not enough. And now, I think Nick Nova knows. You know why? Because... There's a guy by the name of Daniel Smith, transferred from Campbell University. This guy broke all types of records last year. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. I think he's back there for a purpose, just in case there's a mess up. And and they know that Jack isn't the demand to do it, and he'll get in there and do the same thing. It's been two years now. And so, of course, they know it's quite his time. Kind of walkers, there was no... Everybody was like, well, Connor can come in there and take it. No, they were going to save a, a talent like Connor. They were, they were sure of Ishmael. There are people that love it. The team loves him as a leader. They love him as a leader. And I'm going to talk about the offensive line and the quarterback because everybody wants to know. So I'm going to give people the scoop in Villanova on what's going on with the quarterbacks and the offensive line. What you have to worry about, what you don't have to worry about. Now, the quarterback, what you do have to worry about is experience. People ain't really as battle-tested, really as... Ismail's not as battle-tested as Skeletons. But he's not, the thing is, the Skeletons is not as talented as Ismail. So, they're evening out real good. That means you put the talented guy in there who's in there fighting his butt off. Because Ismail has shown the tendency to fight. And win when he's in there to start. Let him learn the offense. One thing, Skeletons, I, I gave him... I gave Jack the... The 50-50 thing when he first got in there the year before last. And, you know, you got to know the offense. All quarterbacks just don't come in and impact. In the second year, I'm just like, hey, it's not him. But still, Ishmael, even when he came in there and looked, you know, had some struggles and he won that game, Ishmael still looked like a fighter, a guy with talent when he was throwing that football. All he needed was to know this offense. It's on now. I think there's no question. Defense is going to have a problem putting their hand in his face. He's mobile. He can move on the pocket, you know. And it's been him and Skeletons that have been having the um, the battle. Watkins wasn't going to get that time to battle him. I just didn't think that would even happen. I think they knew automatically that those two, Ishmael and Skeletons, were going to battle. And that's how it's been looking. Now, Daniel Smith, man. We got to talk about this guy. Yes, we do. We have to talk about Daniel, man, because... We put the microscope on the six foot two oh five guy from Leesburg, Virginia. Campbell University came from. It's just um looking at what he did. He set school records for total offense, rushing touchdowns, passing yards, passing touchdowns. Five thousand four hundred and eleven total yards. He rushed for twenty five touchdowns. 3,471 of those were passing. 31 pass touchdowns. Now he threw a 55.9 passing percentage. He's second all-time in Campbell in rushing yards. 
he recorded 1,940 yards for 8.0 yards per carry. Can I say this again? Can I say this again? He passed for 3,471 yards, 31 passing touchdowns, 1,940 yards, 25 rushing touchdowns. Wow. I don't care where you're at. I don't care if that's against bad competition. You got to give a man some wow. Finalist for the Jerry Rice Award. Top freshman in the FCS. Walter Payton watch list. Freshman All-American. Look, man. I'm just going to say this. Ismail better hang on to their, their position. I, Smith is a junior. Um, you put in Ismail's, the Ismail's a redshirt freshman. You just got to watch. You got to watch, man. And I just really think that um, you just, you better watch. I just, <laughs> this guy has the talent. I mean, he has the resume. I'm going to say that. Certainly, with, I mean, goodness, almost 2,000 yards. Quiet is a red shirt freshman. It's his time. He's ready. He's just ready. He's ready to get down. Ready to live on that Ishmael legacy. Just a the very good recruit uh, pickup when we got him. I was like, this was it. Very good pickup. Now, as we go to the quarterbacks and um, we look at what the quarterbacks bring to the table. Who do I? I've already told you that Crowder Ismail is my starter, and I think backing up is still Skeletich, and Smith will be number three. Just to have depth, they got the guy. Um, they got a lot of guys that ended up. They got Matt, don't forget about Matt O'Connor, and uh, you know Connor Watkins or Matt O'Connor from Lower Marion is still a guy that good to have that depth. They got JJ Scarpello who's still there. Good to have that depth. Along the um, quarterback, I think they saw that, and I think Smith is like I said. Smith is the guy. JP JP Patricka from uh Patricka from um, Howard came just to have that depth along the quarterback. I think that was important. Period. When I'm talking about, I think Ismail was clearly the quarterback, but to have depth for the next couple of years. When you have guys like Ismail Watkins coming in, you got to have some guys with depth, and it's good to have some new quarterbacks in there. That's able to get something going. I think it's just a good thing. I think this is this is the best position. I mean, Zach B is a good quarterback, but things got a little bit out of sync. Um, offense and Zach B didn't connect. Uh, him getting hurt a lot really changed the dynamic. So many guys were getting hurt around Zach B. It's a new breed of talent. A 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, mobile quarterback, something different. And his offense and a different offensive coordinator, everyone should be excited. Everyone. Every Villanova fan should be excited. If you're watching football, Chris Bowden, Chris Bowden knows how to play quarterback. He's a legendary Villanova quarterback. And you have the next era, the Ishmael era is here. This should all be exciting. So now we look, what do you want to do? Look more into the recruiting. I know a lot of people are asking questions. And um, it's just going to be a dogfight for right here. I mean, 
Timothy Ferguson made a statement. They got a big playmaker. They had guys like um, Christian Gordon and um, Brandon Perkins who were still on their radar. But they get a guy who's ready and who's ready to commit. A guy, Mitchell Bothwell, Bothwell was ready to commit from the start. These are guys, and I still, you look at um, Jack Hall committed to Delaware, one of the targets. So that does leave still two succumbly James Aiden Howard, who I think they could listen. I always said they could either get three or two out of the three. And, you know, I, I'm talking to all of them. All of them are interested, so who knows who can go anywhere. But Aiden Howard and succumbly James could be, I know for sure, they haven't gotten a defensive end commit yet. And I think both those guys could be set to commit. Uh, do I think Gordon still gets a, um, a this remains to be seen? And he, he did tell me he was leaning towards committing to Villanova. This could happen. Brandon Perkins. We'll we'll just see more. I'll be getting more and more scoop. I'm following these recruits. Everything's still on the table. Um, I don't see them getting another tight end. Langston, um, Langston Long, Lex Camel. Uh, he transferred to another school, and uh, he, he reclassified 2021. So that makes him now that you got Jordan Ladado. In 2021, that makes and, – and talk to him, Villanova's still high. There's still a school that he loves. This really puts Villanova in a better position so they can, they can go get somebody else and then still get him in 2021. You got two guys now with offers in 2021, and it, that makes Villanova, you know, synced. Like, these two guys are hot. So you got two guys that could already beat Villanova 2021. They're doing some good recruiting. Now, let's go to the line. Man, the line is like beasts, a bunch of dogs, man. I love these guys. Um, MJ Dumas, we're going to see him come in and could be an all-CAA selection, one of the FCS best. Uh, Kofi Apia. Now, we've been talking now, Apia, we've been talking about him for years. Kofi is a guy we've been talking about blossoming for years, and now it's time. He's going to dominate some people. He's going to be the most dominant lineman over there. And Grattan is the leader. He's just, you know, pure, pure grit. And then you ask, who do who do you look at the offensive line? Now, for one, I'm going to secure y'all with those three. Those three are going to be good by themselves. To have three out of five offensive linemen is good, so that should tell you something. To have two, it's already like, okay, we got uh, some guys that can block. Okay, we, have, we got a decent line. When you got three out of the five that can get you, you're in great shape. But the thing is, you got five guys it's time to look at. They recruited Nick Torres. Him and Matt Mazza are two big guys who can play. Um, put them at the tackle. It's going to be something to see who does it. I think it'll be Torres. I always like Torres. I really think he's a guy that could be that tackle over there. Now, the guards, um, we have to look and see what happens. Because even at the tackle position, you still got Jaden Rowling, 6'5", 353. You got Wyatt Humble. I mean, it's a good branch over. It's time for everybody to calm down. They have done it. This has happened. Now, this really did happen with these tackles and these uh, this offensive linemen. Now, in the guard position, James Petrovic is a guy that I feel like could be over there. Him and Torres, I think they both start. I think that's who starts. But at the same time, Michael Corby, walk on, doing this thing. Um, Paul Maduri, another guy that could be over there at guard. That's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle, man. 
You got to look at Billy Hambrook is a guy. Maybe I think out of all the linemen, I mean, look at Riley and Hambrook, man. I mean, humble. I mean, those are three guys. I mean, they're they're set good. Just them three guys alone. Mazza's good, but you look at guys like uh, like Hummel and Hambrook. And Rylings, them guys are something different. Like, I'm just glad they got guys like that. I mean, just to come in. You got other guys, but those three guys. Then I just think Jaden Rylings is going to be one dominant dude. When he gets in there, it's going to be exciting. But you got Nick Torres and Petrovic right now. And they're in pretty good shape. Two two guys who can really put you on your ass. I just think that that's the starting guys we're looking at. Petrovic and Torres. It really goes a long way and it goes to be seen how good the offensive line really is and who they bring in. Um, you have to see and recognize just how good that offensive line recruiting been. I know a lot of people been worried, but that's you're in very great, great hands. And then you bring Jake Picard in, you know, he comes in next. I mean, they're, they're bringing in some guys. They're bringing in some guys. I like Jake Picard, but the guys, you, you want to look at all the linemen, there's some good linemen, but the guys who are more elite, I just think Rollins, Hambrook, and Humble really put something different on the table when you talk about linemen. They put something different on the table. Right now, Torres and Petrovic, those are your guys right now, but the next guys, those are it. Even, even over the current guy, even over Mazza, you know, um, Michael Corby, like I said, he's another guy to look at. P.J. Sismansky is another guy to look at. I mean, those are guys that they were walk-ons. Sismansky and Corby were walk-ons, good players. Sismansky, 6'4", 285. Corby, 6'3", 295, okay? You got guys like that. And you bring in Hammer, who's 6'6", 280. All right? And Rowling is 6'5", 350. Hambrook is 6'3", 275. 6'2", excuse me, 275. Hambrook plays bigger than that. Like, it's, it's, they have a lot of good flexibility there. But like I said, the guys to look at right now are Hummel, um, Hambrook, and Rollins. Those are the guys I feel like, wow. Like, you're talking about some good guys to have back there. And then you bring in, I'm not even counting Torres and uh, Petrovic. Because those are the guys that, you know, they, they cover. They already, to me, are my starters. And then this Mazza is another good one. But the guys, like I said, even over, if you want me to put them over Torres and Petrovic, because I still, but I still think Petrovic is a beast. I, I really think he's a real good player. And Torres is another good player, too. He's 6'6", 315. You got to watch out. For, I mean, they, they really did good out here. I mean, but I just, like I always say, it's Rollins, Hambrook. And uh, Rollins, Hambrook, and Hummel. Those are some real good pickups right there. Real good. Now, and, and that's what I'm going to give y'all. My starters, once again, MJ Dumas um, at the guard. James Petrovic and MJ Dumas at guards. Torres and uh, Apia at tackle. And um, center would be Paul Gregg. Those are three guys I could see doing that. Um, another guy to look at who could... Um, help out is Colin Gamroff. He's a guy that could back up at center. And Paul Maduri, I've always said about that, that he's a guy that could back up at guard. They they have some depth. But um, 
people want to really look, go for, go back and forth and look and see what's going on. Let's go back to the quarterbacks. Ricky Ortega has been, he's committed. So now this quarterback room is real competitive. You think of and you go into next year and you think about it and um, it's going to be very competitive. Daniel Smith comes in next year. He'll be a senior with Quadra Ismail being a sophomore. Okay, then Ricky Ortega, somebody's going to have to um, transfer because when Ricky Ortega steps on steps in the building, you still got Matt O'Connor. This is now a very competitive quarterback. Some guys going to be gone, you know, because they graduated. But when you see Matt O'Connor, Ricky Ortega, Daniel Smith, and Quadra Ismail all step into the Connor Watkins, they all step in the quarterback room. This is going to be magnificent. For the first time, you get a bunch of quarterbacks, you get some talent, and they're going to be throwing it next year. And this year, I think the Ismail Skeletons thing was like, all right, let's see what y'all two got. So we're going to see what really comes around. I got some top schools probably coming out. We'll just see what happens. Um, basketball. Jermaine Samuels and Colin Gillespie. Stop it, man. I mean, if they didn't prove that they're there with Josh Hart and Jenkins was, or Michael Bridges and Jalen Brunson was, they didn't prove it. They proved that they are the one-two for Villanova. Everybody talking about Je- Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, and Brian Antoine. Stop it. It's Gillespie and Samuels. They proved it. I mean, when you go and you compete nationally and you and you show out, these guys had big games. Samuels, Gillespie, big games against other they had other top guys around them. This proves a lot for Villanova that your upperclassmen can prove it. Dada, everybody, t- Dada is going to be okay. Dada is Dada. I don't know what you want him to be. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you actually want Dada to be, but. What we learned right now is we're going to talk about nothing, but there's nothing in the recruiting ground to really talk about. It's going to be a real quiet, quiet type of um, atmosphere on the recruiting ground. I'm going to give you all that. Like right now, basketball, 2021, it's not going to be, come on now, 2020 is still trying to shape out. And just because Villanova's, and don't, don't be surprised. Let me tell you something. I can throw one guy in there. We're not, they can always pick up one guy for 2020. It's the thing. It ain't like they don't have a run. They can always say, hey, we want him. They can throw an offer out there if they want. But one guy I'm going to tell y'all to watch out for because of the offer of Janan and Njoku for 2021. Elijah Hutchins Everett could easily be the, the lone 2020 commit. The lone 20. Now, like I say, the. You know, I'm making a prediction right now that it's not going to be a prediction for 2020. But that's unrealistic to say because there's still an offer out there. And there's still guys with interest. And there's still guys that have always told me, I haven't checked on lately, but told me, look, Villanova's talking to him. But when I talk to team sources, it's like, no, we're not worried about that guy. So what is this? Elijah Hutchins Everett, just watch it. Right now, you're looking at 2021. It is the forward march. We're looking at 2021. But don't be surprised if Villanova's always been slick. Colin Gillespie, slick. Sadiq Bay, slick. Cremo, slick. Always been slick. Hutchins Everett 
is a slick, 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 slick pickup that could be. Villanova could easily get in there and court this man hard and bow, put this man as a wildcat. And now you got a big guy coming in on 2020. Which would make some sense because what if, listen, you have to listen to it. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, y'all have to, I know people don't want Villanova to have people that's leaving, but this cat's out the bag now. Villanova know how to recruit people. They know how to groom them to be pros. Cat's out the bag. And, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl's being looked at as a possible one and done. He can definitely be a lottery this year. I think he won't, now, if he'll start, I'm not saying he won't start, but I'm, that's not to say he won't be a DiVincenzo type of thing. He's going to get starters minutes. He is. There's no doubt about it. He's going to get starters minutes, whether he comes off the bench or not. I still think that uh, Cosby Roundtree will get 18 minutes a game. I think that'll happen. I think 22 for um, Robinson Earl coming off the bench. You know, Robinson Earl is the, could be the starter. That, that's a, a leader thing. You bring him off the start, boom, then here comes Robinson Earl. Then here comes, they're going to be rotating and giving people fits because Cosby Roundtree is the power guy, the inside guy. It's going to be hard to guard a guy like that inside all the time and everybody else is the outside shooters. Then you bring Robinson Earl and everybody can step outside on you. It's just a real good mix of a good two-headed monster. People don't understand the respect you give Cosby Roundtree. Players like that, real basketball players. And now that's I think this Robinson Earl's at. Then you sit there and say Robinson Earl does go. It's the reason why I think Caleb Daniels is chosen. I, listen, Caleb Daniels will be here next year. If he comes and Antoine stays, that means you got Antoine, Gillespie, Moore, and, and, and Archdiakon. Come on, y'all. Put two and two together. Can you put two and two together? There's not going to be five guys. What are they going to do? Uh, red shirt somebody? So Antoine's a two and done then? Because Daniels has two Daniels has two more years eligible on him. So I think he knows something. Everybody knows what type of star Antoine is. He's out of here. One and done. And I think Robinson Earl's hitting their way too, but it's not a definite. I think he could be a two and done. It just swells a one and done. I think his hype right now has him as a first round draft pick in the NBA draft. Let's just keep it real. And I think he can go up to a lottery pick. I mean, just really speaking, I think he can go to a lottery pick. Robinson Earl, I think he can go to a lottery pick. And I think you'll know, I'm just saying, I have this hunch that I was looking through the depth chart, and I'm just like, this one guy you haven't really heard. Now, I'm going to go some dive, and I'll come back with more Villanova. I'm going to be on. Like, we're going to have some Villanova radio going on, y'all. It's time to, like, it's time, it's a lot going on. It's time for me to spill the beans. So, Elijah Hutchins Everett is a guy just to think about. 2020, almost a five-star. At center, can shoot from the outside. 6'11". Think of that. Okay? If they can get him, and then Robinson Earl, that means they know something. If they get him, I'm just keeping an eye on just him because he has a Villanova offer. Guys have been, you know, interested like Penn State. I'm, I'm getting ready to go in on Elijah Hutchins Everett. And what you have to know is that Elijah Hutchins Everett is a guy that could come. And if he does, that means it's, uh, you know, you got Roundtree's last year. They could have Hutchins Everett and Dixon in there. Could you imagine if that could end up happening? If they can in the future have Hutchins Everett and Dixon going, two guys that could play four years? Oh, Jesus. I mean, that's just crazy. 
then you're looking at two guys who could play together. Dixon can go play the four, and Hutch Everett could play the center one year. I mean, come on, man. Talk to me. Talk to me. Cole Swider and them will be gone soon, you know, because I think they'll end up leaving their careers as uh, Swider and Slater as Villanova starters. Eventually, they'll be it. By the senior year, they'll be starting with Villanova. It's no question. I think the way Villanova's uh, recruiting, they just know that they'd rather give Swider. The way they're recruiting 2020 and getting a transfer instead of getting two recruits, they know they would rather – Swider and Slater are going to be – and guys like Moore are going to end up starting eventually. Dixon, they're not really worried. When you could not worry about a whole class, that means you know you got guys that's going to stay here for four years that you want to play. So I think that. I think Justin, all these guys are going to get a chance to start for Villanova. They got some real, real good players. It's going to be really exciting. The recruiting class that just happened in 2019, 2018, made them solidify for the next four to five years. Six years. I really do. Um, next, Villanova Radio will talk about how these classes can, how these guys can start. I got y'all. All right, I'm out of here. Villanova Radio.